It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Humans Holler at News. I am Larry Yellingman. And I'm Bethany Turner. How are you doing, Yellingman? Pretty good. How about you? I'm doing awesome. So, Larry, have you noticed that you don't ever hear any adverts whenever we talk? Then what are those voices? I, I mean, yes. Yes, I have noticed that. That's because you're donating to the show on Patreon. Patrons get ad-free versions of the show and aren't hearing this right now. But then how will they know about the Discord server or the chance to hear us record live? They won't, and you should probably delete that last bonus anyway. Your cast account can't handle more than four people at once. But the Disco server is so good! Yes, it is. And if people want to join it, all they have to do is sign up at patreon.com forward slash humans holler. Patreon.com slash humans holler? That's exactly what I just said. Sign up now and you can hear me talk less! Hey everybody! No regular episode of Humans Holler at News this week, but we should be back to our regularly scheduled programming next week. But I do have something else fun for you. Recently, Bethany and I went on Steve's channel again, but this time, along with Comrade Nautica, we have our amazing producer, Marissa Alexa McCool, and she did a lot of impressions for us. That should start around the 40-41 minute mark. Anyway, I also want to warn y'all, this one gets a bit loud, so you may want to lower the volume for it. That's all I got. Y'all enjoy and have a good day. Okay, it says it says we're live. Are we on? Go for it, Comrade Nautica. Cool. Hi, y'all. Uh, this is Comrade Nautica with the Ministry of Agriculture Expropriation. Welcome to another Moving Towards a Better Atheism live stream. Our goal is to create a unified front against bigotry and fascism in atheist and skeptic spaces based on the moral understanding that every person has inherent worth and deserves to be treated with dignity and respect, along with the scientific understanding that there is no there are no empirical findings that affirm hatred of our fellow humans. As atheists and skeptics, we should be acting on climate change because if we don't fix this, nothing else matters because we're all going to die. We should be acting on social justice, supporting black people, indigenous people, people of color, immigrants, trans people, queer people, and disabled people, because those groups are most harmed by religious institutions, specifically religious extremism. 
we should also be focused on economic justice because people shouldn't die because they don't have enough slips of green paper with dead guys on them. So that's the intro spiel. And I'm gonna hand it off to everyone else in the chat and I'm gonna turn my mic and uh, camera off, but I'll still be listening. So, bye. Have a good day. <laughs> thank you, comrade. Yeah, uh, okay. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just saying thank you. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah. So if you saw the last time we did this two weeks ago, that was a very highly structured stream. This is going to be exactly the opposite. <laughs> so uh, we are joined, in addition to Comrade Nautica, who just gave us that awesome introduction. Uh, from last time, we uh, have uh, Bethany and uh, Larry from the Humans Hollering at News podcast. Hello. Hello. And we're also joined by the purple Amazon herself, Marissa McCool. Thank you so much for having me. Well, of course. Thank you for gracing us with your presence. Oh, that's what I'm told I needed to do was grace and not serious stuff. So, yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. <down> for it. <laughs> I feel like this this uh, this stream will be a lot more relaxed and a lot less serious than the last one. Not that the last I mean, the last one was fantastic uh, and it needed to be serious. And we talked about a lot of serious stuff. But the vibe in the uh, in the chat leading up to this was a lot looser, which I think is cool. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes you need to be able to laugh. Yeah, well, because otherwise, like, it's 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 difficult to keep going. It <laughs> There's is. nothing it to is. laugh about. Yeah, we, we we've got to have we've got to take a moment. I mean, I wouldn't this know is, anything is... about that. It's not like one of the main <laughs> missions of my show is That's to report true. on all the terrible stuff that people are ignoring. Like that that that's just not my game. I'm just I I just kind of tune out and. Write it up yeah. to everybody just being too PC. That's that's my yeah. that's my motto. Yeah, you 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 tend to do you know your work is you know pretty socially irrelevant. You don't really talk about what's going on in the world. I don't. You know, just yeah. I'm 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 the reason Trump won. So you are. I I just gotta wait till next election to use you, my powers for good instead of evil. You, you, you know, better not do that again. You know, I've been well, told now I, that you I, know my powers. Watch your asses, or I'll do it again. You know, I've actually had somebody tell me that I'm the reason that Trump won, and I don't even live over there. How the fuck does that even work? How does that even oh, work? Well, I, I, I just want—I don't know. I, I just want to fess up and say that Brexit was my fault. Oh well. So I apologize. Now, now we know. Now we're even. You, you, you caused trouble. Wait. You, you and Rissy in tandem apparently caused Trump for us, and I am responsible for Brexit. So, so, so Steve, if you're responsible for Brexit, does that well, mean we, that you don't have the other become... culprit here, uh, Ari Stillman? Because we, oh, we collectively caused Trump because, uh, you know, I I got a science vagina, and they regularly have one-liners that make cis people feel bad. So naturally, <laughs> we're both just kind of on that front. I thought I caused Trump. I thought he was my fault. Or is he? <laughs> Apparently maybe, there's a lot of blame to go around. Maybe we just all need to assume collective responsibility for the orange oh, menace. Anytime you're talking about blame and Trump, you can always just hear Ari Stillman's voice going, yeah! Also, <laughs> also, I apologize. I found this time machine one time and went back and tried very hard not to kill Hitler. And then this and, the, and then this other like hot time person came back and it's a whole thing. That reminds me, actually, Were you there was distracted one... by the Nazi phase again. <laughs> I was <laughs> I was more distracted by this one chick named River Song by this one. Chick. Oh, dear. 
But, you know, Larry, that actually reminds me. What if I told you about Nazi phase, Larry? (laughs) (laughs) They're deliberately trying to trap you in this world of unadulterated sex with no emotional connection while the Nazis take over Poland. I explain this to you. (laughs) Sometimes you have to tell Larry something two or three times. Well, you know better than I do. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I had to remind him who Callie Wright was, apparently. What? You were there for that, Bethany? Wait, was I? When was this? Uh, Last week, I believe. Oh, jeez, was that was that when we did the show with the two of them? <laughs> you forgot who Callie was last week. Yep. Yep. He, he he introduced me and then went right into a show, and Callie's just sitting there like, "Hey, can I do? Can I be in the show too?" <laughs> I remember. Is, is Bethany on? I don't hear her. Do you not hear me, Russ? I guess can, did she just talked to you. Did, did, did you hear her then? Nope. Oh, wow. That's weird. I can hear you, Bethany. That explains why Riss keeps talking over me. Yeah. It's just <laughs> that, that's so weird. Can, can everybody in the chat hear uh, Bethany? Yes. I can hear, I can hear Bethany. Oh, you can hear? Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Everybody in the chat hears Bethany. So hmm, that is strange. Must be something on my end. I'll reconnect. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. That's so weird that she would only be able to, she would be able to hear everybody except for one person. Right? Yeah, everybody I didn't can do hear it. You. It wasn't my fault. <laughs> it's oh shit. Uh, Trump is my fault, but this part this isn't. But yeah, uh, w- one of the things that I was trying to say, but Riss kept <laughs> interrupting unknowingly, was um, that whole time travel thing reminded me of um, an experience I had uh, debating with a really far right Christian conservative about ten years ago. He was absolutely convinced that Barack Obama was responsible for the financial crisis that occurred several months before he was elected. Naturally. Okay. (laughs) Riss, can you hear me now? I can. Excellent. (laughs) I'll once again blame it on Larry. Uh, Yeah, that's fair. Fair. (laughs) God damn it, Larry. Okay, y'all, I just got, got complimented on my shirt, and I have to show it to you now, because it's got, it's got a skull with kitten ears. It says skulls, but also kittens. So. <laughs> That's beautiful. I love it. it I, I, I've, been, I've been, like, re-watching old He-Man cartoons, so it just makes oh. me think of Skeletor. Bless you. <laughs> He-Man! Nice. There's never a bad time to watch He-Man cartoons. Yeah, well, I, I, I was, I was a big fan of the series when I was a small, so yeah. just a bit of a nostalgia trip for me. Lately. I used to, I, I used to race home from school to watch it <laughs> uh, when it was originally on. Oh wow! It yeah. was. See, I wasn't born until 1986, so it was like reruns of it on TV okay. in the 80s and early 90s is when I caught it. See, I, I, I came, I became aware of it while it was still on TV the first time, and then I got mm. to, I was just getting into the toys when they were, when they were like past their their climax, and they were right. just, you know, like they were sort of running out the clock. Like, man, this shit was popular <laughs> last year. What happened? You know, <laughs> I watched, I watched that documentary as well. The uh, the power of Grey Skull. That's really good. It was yeah. really good. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. 
Yeah, Bethany got me into the new She-Ra series, and and I gotta say, it is it is a total SJW fest, and it and it's really gay, and I love it. <laughs> it's it, really it's really good. It's and it's, it's also delightful. and and even though it came out after Trump was elected, it too is the reason Trump got elected. I oh. I guess because reasons <laughs> because of magic and first one's technology, obviously. We're still talking about He-Man and not She-Ra, right? We we moved on to She-Ra. It's all kind of covered by Masters of the Universe. Yeah, the Masters of the Universe franchise. The, the Masters of the Universe multiverse, I, has, yes. I guess we have to say now, because there have been so many different versions and reboots. That's true. There's been three different He-Man cartoons, although technically New Adventures of He-Man was uh, sort of a loose sequel to the original. Yeah. Um, and then there was the 2002 remake, which was also very good, but sadly short-lived. It, See, I thought that was okay, but I wasn't like I, I wasn't completely like over the moon for it. But I thought it was good. Like okay. I, I would have kept watching it, you know, if they had made more. Yeah. But you don't understand, okay? It was He Man and the Masters of the Universe. It was not. It you saw Dolph Lundgren. It was even Drago, not even Drago. That's why the trans have to stay out of the bathrooms and my military. I will not have them ruin my Rocky Four remake. Okay, it looks like we've been joined by the Orange Menace himself. Horde, Horde Prime, <laughs> is that you? <laughs> that was just the best con contribution I could do to a well, bunch of cartoons that I've never seen. To be fair, to be fair, um, Donald Trump is an awful lot like a supervillain. Um, well, only like somehow much, much stupider. Yeah, supervillains at least, well, <laughs> supervillains are, are usually somewhat competent, but... <laughs> Like even Skeletor, like Skeletor would occasionally make a little bit of progress before He-Man thumped him on the top of the head. And that's, that's true. That's true. The best are you royal boob. You royal boob. Oh, boob. God, Skeletor. The best supervillain he can even be compared to is from a schlock terrible movie starring Dennis Rodman called Simon Says. Uh -oh. Where oh, the, I remember where the villain is played by. Uh, Dr. Claw from Inspector Gadget, the movie, not the good one. And he oh, decides dear. he wants to blow up the Eiffel Tower because he's like, because it's annoying and I'm tired of looking at it. <laughs> okay. I mean, you got to have motivation. I suppose. I suppose. <laughs> I would suggest maybe moving somewhere other than Paris. Yeah, if it gets on your nerves that much. <laughs> just go somewhere else. Don't look at it. Or, or maybe, maybe get a house that looks the other way or something <laughs> there are options that's what we're yeah there are there are options that don't involve blowing up the eiffel tower i actually think there are some there are some parallels to be drawn between trump and the the superman movies version of lex luther who was as it turns out just a frustrated real estate mogul <laughs> that yeah that is so true all he ever wanted was like um to acquire more land yeah are that we was talking about are we talking about christopher reeve superman yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I can totally see that. Yeah. It was the whole premise of the first Superman movie. He wants to basically sink the American West Coast because he's bought up all this land for yes. inland, dirt cheap. And he was like, oh, well, this will all be coastal real estate now, and I'll be rich. Yeah. Oh, gosh, then... I was, I'm, I'm Go reminded of uh, H. Bomber Guy and this video on climate change where, oh, where Ben Shapiro's like... <laughs> Oh well, they'll just sell their houses and move if the sea levels rise. And and you know, <laughs> then H bomber guys like, 
Summer House is the room, Ben! Fucking Aquaman! He fucking shinings through the wall with yes. the axe. Oh, I love oh, that. My. Oh my god, that was... It was amazing, and... And yeah, then he has like this flick of paint on his face for like the next ten minutes. <laughs> he has to point it out. So, so I, I do, I do kind of want to, I do, I do kind of want to shift the discussion though. Yes, uh, if that's okay, I want to yeah. talk about, I want to talk about some of the experiences I've had recently in atheist spaces. Um, I left a review on the Atheist Republic Facebook page, and I just said something like, you know. These guys are just, you know, just dumpster fire atheist page that's not doing anything good in the world. They're just dunking on religion. And this stalker guy who apparently lives in Georgia, uh, the country, not the U.S. state, um, starts commenting on all my stuff on my profile and tries to send me a message and keeps saying there's only two genders because XY chromosomes next X chromosomes. And I'm just like, Dude, that's not what the science says, but okay. I mean, if you can link me to some science that says this stuff, I'll consider your viewpoint. But all he was linking was these think pieces on the Odyssey website, who are all quoting Ben fucking Shapiro. And I'm just like, that's that's not going to impress me. That's not going to change my mind. What what are you right. doing? That's right. You were asking, you, you told me about this last night. You said that you'd been looking, you, you asked them specifically for just one peer-reviewed study that confirmed what they right. were saying. Right. And all yes. they were able to quote was people like Ben Shapiro. <laughs> yes, that is exactly what happened. Um, I have to ask, how does this surprise you? Do you all remember what happened to me when I went on Atheist Republic? Yeah, I saw that comment section, and it was a dumpster fire, and I'm very sorry that that happened. I mean, I'm not, I'm not apologizing for them. I'm, I'm saying that I'm sorry that you were made to endure that. Well, I didn't even endure the Facebook one. I didn't need to because the Twitter response was bad enough that I fucking deleted Twitter. So um, whenever some whenever people oh, ask fuck. me what uh, allies are, uh, the peop the friends of mine who went in there and started standing up for me and not being terrible people like that's a good way to be an ally because I don't have the fucking energy to be dehumanized that much. Yes, exactly. Oh like, god, yeah. And it and it disappoints me so much that like I don't I don't see cis people going into these comment sections and shutting shit down and quoting science at people. And and to me, I mean, it 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 follows with every marginalized group that like you know, the the facts just don't back up what what haters and bigots are saying. And they're relying on pseudoscience and it's very easy to debunk if you just go in there and tell them, you know, this is the standard. This is the standard of proof. This is the standard of evidence. If you cannot do that, you aren't making a valid argument. You're just spewing hate. And I mean, and like, I'm not saying like, you know, engage with them until the heat death of the universe. I'm, I'm saying, you know, just a couple comments and if they don't get it, fucking block them. You know, you did your best and it's never about the person you're actually talking to. It's just about, it's about the other people reading that thread. There, there were plenty of cis friends of mine, at least, that went into that comment section and were willing to be a presence. So it's getting, it's getting better, not fast enough, but it is. Yeah. The I am jealous as hell of anybody who actually can go in there and do that. I cannot handle all that, all that toxicity and bullshit. 
Yeah. Then just yeah. imagine what it's like to be one of the people they're talking about. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, I honestly, that's the thing. I can't. I cannot. That, that is a level of, I don't, I don't even have words to describe how much I can't imagine that stuff. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. I mean, as someone who, who does have to deal with that stuff, I find myself in a place where I feel like I have to. Like, like I said on my, my anti-trans stuff and Atheist Spaces uh, podcast, you know, I, I shouldn't have to. We shouldn't, this shouldn't be a discussion. All this stuff about, you know, immigration and, and, and migrants and, and uh, refugees, you know, it shouldn't even be a discussion, you know, just let people live their lives and for some reason it has to be and it's frustrating and annoying and i'm gonna stop now and let someone else take over <laughs> yeah i was just me and comrade nautica were talking about this last night privately and one of the things that i just don't get is why people are so willing to exert so much energy and put so much effort into hating and oppressing people it's got i mean do they not get exhausted by it and then part of me also thought to myself well i don't know maybe it's just because the kick they get out of doing it is enough for them there's it's, nothing more addicting than feeling superior to others yeah and i'm i'm just well remembering back to my days in school when people bullied me and I'm I'm just thinking, why why did they do that? Well, because they they enjoyed, they they enjoyed seeing the reaction to it, and I I do wonder if that's a large part of why they do it. I think that a lot of it is like also we live in a society that that thrives on just putting people down and making making and exploiting people and making each other feel miserable. I mean, think about homelessness. Homelessness is weaponized to keep people working jobs they hate for long hours and little pay because they want to keep a roof over their head. And it's, that's, that shouldn't be a thing. People should just have places to live. People should just have food. And, you know, we should be working towards... I mean, it, 
it sounds like utopia crap. It sounds like utopia mumbo jumbo. And I've been told that and told that and told that, but I'm still just like, everyone deserves food, housing, water, and healthcare. Like, well, here's, 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 here's the thing about that. Like, um, you mentioned something like universal basic income to people, and people generally respond to that saying, oh, that's never going to work, though, because if people don't have to work, nobody will. Um, whereas actual studies into wh where that has been trialed, um, it's always been successful. Like, um, there was a study in, oh, I forget which province of Canada it was. It was one of the Western ones, not right on the coast, the one next door to it. You know which one I'm talking about? Nope. Uh, my Canadian geography is not great, but there it was. There, there was a study over in Canada, and um, it was it was like in the 1970s. They tried it out in this town, and or a, it was either a town or a county. They tried it out. It was really successful. Um, people didn't stop working because they had a guaranteed income, um, but it it alleviated the stress that they had. Um, and as soon as the, um, as soon as the, uh, conservatives got elected instead, uh, they scrapped the project and buried all the research apparently because they didn't what? want it to be popularized. Yeah, I can totally see that happening. Um, you know, there was a recent, there was a recent study that was funded by the, the Koch brothers in Kansas, uh, about expand camp care, expanding Medicaid in Kansas and, it found they found that the, the state government would actually save money on expanding Medicaid, Medicare, and they they buried it. And it I, I didn't hear about it on the news. I just heard about it by word of mouth, and I and I saw the research, and it was just it, it was messed up because it wasn't the outcome that they wanted, so they buried it. And they call us the snowflakes. Well, it's the same. It's the same thing as it, it. You're putting people in charge of the programs who are who are ideologically opposed to the existence of the programs. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's like letting the uh, the pro gun lobby write the gun laws. Like, it doesn't matter. Don't what. you do that over there? Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, not officially, but yeah, for all practical purposes, that's yeah, what happens. Yeah. I mean, every time There's... every time they try to, I mean, they never even get past the, I, they never even seem to get as far as talking about it uh kansas has kansas has uh i'm pretty sure kansas has at, at least concealed carry on college campuses for 21 and over it might be open carry i don't remember but on college they're, campus. they're hideous what's that wow. on college campuses oh, on college campuses oh but but on the one that one of the ones that i went to wichita state university it's in their policies that you can't have like a decorate decorative weapon like like you know like a cosplay and having cosplaying oh. Link from the Legend of Zelda and having the Master Sword. You can't carry around the Master Sword with you, so, but you can carry uh, a concealed <laughs> nine millimeter. Right, of course, because there isn't there isn't the National Sword Association. <laughs> but there should and, be. Know, damn it, those swords are cool. On on my Facebook profile picture, you know, I've got. The picture of me with that with that toy gun that it's called the Gabby Revolver from the the series that was adapted into American Power Rangers Dino Thunder, and 
Like it, it's their henchin tool. It's how they get into their Toku suits and the Power Ranger suits. And I, I thought about strapping that to my hip and just being like, what? You know, what are you going to do? This is how silly you look. You look silly and you need to stop. Yeah, I, I would have thought if you're allowed to like openly carry guns, you'd be allowed to openly carry any weapon, but it goes to show what... You would think. It just, it just goes to show that it's the gun lobby just cares about people buying guns, I guess. The gun lobby is even against things that are purely safety measures. Like, they're against bills to require trigger locks on guns. Like, why would you be against that? A trigger lock? Is that like putting yeah. the safety on? Yeah, well, it's, yeah, exactly. It's, it's a little bit more safe than that. It's like a device that you actually put over oh. the trigger and it has a key lock. So oh, when I you're, see. Yeah, it's like so, a wheel lock on a car. Exactly. On the steering wheel. Yeah, so when your gun is in storage, when it's just laying down and you're not planning on using it, you can lock it up so it's completely safe, so it won't that accidentally hurt sense. somebody. Yeah, and they're, they, they oppose those measures too. It makes absolutely no sense. Like, why you know, would you be against something that would make the weapon safer for people? But when I was in Iraq, if you were going to the gym, you had to have your weapon under two locks. And, you know, if you if you want if you want a more garrison type installation and, you know, they, they counted that as, OK, you can put it in your footlocker, which is locked, and then you lock your door when you leave to go to the gym on post. Uh, or you could turn it in to the weapons guy for him to lock it up and it would be locked up in the rack one lock and then locked up in the armory i was trying to find the word locked up in the armory second lock so i mean that that's like in, in an active combat zone they have these rules and you, you know and you know they the the insurgents would fire mortars on the base and you know small arms fire is not going to do anything against that but the fact that the military has better gun safety than the gun lobby wants civilians to have is kind of i don't know i don't i can't i can't find words to express how confusing that is to me i've i i mean as an outside observer i've always found the whole gun the whole gun debate in america very confusing we have you and school... me both <laughs> well you're not an outside observer larry but um <laughs> In we had a school shooting in the UK in 1996. It was in a school, uh, a primary school in Dunblane. A man walked in and shot up a primary school classroom and then killed himself. And within a few weeks of that, the government had placed massive restrictions on uh, private ownership of firearms. You basically could not own a gun anymore, uh, except in like you know, exceptional circumstances. I think farmers are still allowed to have rifles and, you know, shotguns for pest control and that sort of thing. Question. But, mm -hmm. Does pest controlling in include random old men trying to fist their cows? Is that a story that you've got for Human Tolerant News tomorrow, Larry? No, that's a story Amy with a Y sent me on Twitter a few days ago. Because, wow. because, I, because I've already done that story. No, I think I think they're generally thinking like rabbits and foxes and stuff. You know, something I like to do when I when I see right wing gun stuff on on uh, my my news feed when it pops up, I've got a couple of images that have uh, quotes about arming the working class and arming uh, 
marginalized groups. And one of them is a Karl Marx quote that says that the whole of the proletariat must be armed at once and any uh, any any attempt to disarm the pro proletariat must be frustrated with force if necessary. Sorry, I'm trying to do this from memory. And the other one is just, you know, it, it shows a bunch of people, like the, the outlines of people like effigies um, with what looked like AKs and it says, you know, disarm the military, disarm the police, arm the poor, arm people of color, arm queer people, arm trans people, arm disabled people. And they don't seem to like that too much. I bet they don't. <laughs> don't know why, but apparently there are only for gun rights when it supports them and against gun rights when it doesn't support their narrative. Yeah, yeah it, as, it's, as it's I... amazing how quickly they find religion on gun laws when the people with guns are people that they feel threatened yeah. by. Wasn't there some something like in the fifties or sixties when the Black Panther Party were marching with r assault rifles? Yeah, and suddenly they were for gun legislation. Yeah, in uh, in California specifically, Ca Ronald Reagan, the Ronald Reagan, supported this, gun control laws in California, and it was primarily was your, be this yeah. was on your NRA video, wasn't it? I did mention it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there was, I, and I think the, I don't know if it was particularly, if it was racially motivated, although it probably was, but like <laughs> the, the, the efforts in the sixties and seventies to ban the Saturday night special also mm -hmm. like the, of course that was back in the day when the NRA was, a, was a relatively more reasonable organization. Yeah. <laughs> you know? okay, yeah. That, I, was a, that was a fascinating video because I did not know all that history about the NRA. Yeah. I didn't either. And I, okay, I, 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 I'm looking at the chat, and I have to say, um, from from some random geek, <laughs> it, some random it, geek. it must needs be remarked that Bethany's voice and avatar is adorable. Oh. <laughs> Didn't they say and, this last time? Yes, and from John Reynolds, two votes. And, from, and then from Jamie J, Bethany's voice and avatar are absolutely adorable. I agree. <laughs> the chat then just goes on to say how awesome you, how how awesome and, and, and adorbs your avatar is. Oh, y'all should go read Bethany's comic Eon's World. Oh, stop. E O N apostrophe S. <laughs> there will be a link in the show notes when this becomes yes. a podcast. Okay, that, but yeah, yeah. I, um, if if you just want to read my comic, <laughs> <laughs> getting getting back to the gun discussion though, I'm just I'm just another thing I like to post on those threads is. The the picture the famous picture of the Black Panthers on like the I I don't remember where the photo was taken but it was at some government building and they all had AKs or something mm -hmm. and yeah. it was it it was just a powerful image and like that's when all of a sudden the NLA was like we need maybe some gun control measures I don't know <laughs> well and someone in but, the chat uh andrew hayes in the chat just said reagan is not exactly noted for his consistency yes that that <laughs> that, that that is another factor to consider as well especially in his signature <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't know i don't know a great deal about reagan to be honest with you because he's a bit before my time rissy do you do a reagan is that among your repertoire of, of impressions well i suppose <laughs> i knew it <laughs> I said I could do the last five or six, and uh, you know, just gonna go ahead and do that. <laughs> you got a little bit of a uh, of a George H W in there too. Yeah, yeah it that, slipped a little bit. <laughs> it no, slipped I, a little. Well, he was the vice president. He was the VP, so it makes sense. <laughs> that's good stuff. 
You know, uh, speaking of slipping and sliding, I did not have sexual relations with that woman, but Lord, did I want to. I mean, have you seen her legs? They just go on and do not stop. I am not sorry for the crime bill. (laughs) Speaking of the Bushes, George Bush, there's there's that line, you know, the Congress will push me to raise taxes and I will say no, read my lips. Okay, that line was in a Megadeth song titled Foreclosure of a Dream. And Megadeth used to be a band with decent politics. You know, they weren't, you know, Dave Mustaine has always been a homophobe and that sucks. But, you know, back then it was all about, you know, hey, maybe we shouldn't do a nuclear war because that would be terrible. Like that was the gist of the, a lot of their music. And Yeah, I'd like and, to think and, that's something we can all agree on. But, you know, despite the change in politics that, that Dave Mustaine has had over the years and drinking, you know, this, this Alex Jones stuff in, um, I just find it interesting that, like, every Megadeth show, apparently they still play Foreclosure on a Dream. And I'm just like, you hypocrites. What are you doing? Don't understand. The life force is being taken over by the frogs, and so is the real estate. Okay? <laughs> frogs are taking over the real estate and the heavy metal. What's going on? Are they gay frogs? <laughs> They're totally gay frogs. So the freaking frick- gay frogs. <laughs> I don't know how that child porn got on my server. Oh, yes, yes. For those who, for those who've not heard, Alex Jones. Apparently, they found a bunch of child porn on his uh, on his computer or his server or something. I think, yeah, and he's going with the that ain't mine defense. <laughs> Well, he did okay. the same thing when he was caught watching trans porn, which my friend Kai right. was in, and I interviewed them about. Oh, I gosh. Hear this. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he was... Um, can, I, can I tell this story? Because I really, I really like... I, I, I pointed it out hardcore to my friends <laughs> list. Like, I... Um, oh, gosh. Words. Okay, so he was going through some tabs on his, um, on, on his uh, tablet thing. And one of the tabs was this trans porn. And like he, he claimed later that he was doing research. And that's why it was on there. Yeah, and hard. This, this, was a, this was a live stream that he did this on. And that's how people got a hold of it. Yeah, my, my, my friend Kai Bailey. Uh, was in that porn and was like, that's not a pop-up because I would know <laughs> I was in it. And for the record, he was fucking a beautiful trans woman named Marissa. So I kind of felt like one degree of separation there. Wow. I believe that was also the Pete Townsend's defense. I was just doing research. <laughs> and I think I Pete feel- actually mostly got away with that, if I recall. I feel like the more degrees of separation one has from the words Alex Jones and porn is a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Because you have to figure, like, I mean, whatever kind of porn Alex Jones is, like, super into, it's got to be horrifying. I mean, it can't be. The, it's nothing that you're going to watch and go, oh, that's pretty hot. It's going to be like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, see, <laughs> you know, I, mean, I, I think this is one of those... Uh, th- the the person doctor tests too much situations because yeah. he and, and his like conspiracy theory stuff. There's the oh I need to hold my microphone so you can y'all can hear me. Um, he, he was uh, I was holding my phone up to my face rather than the microphone on my headphones. 
um, I, I used to listen to Alex Jones. It was not a good time in my life. And he would do these videos on a place called the Bohemian Grove and like talk about how all these Republicans would go to this place and, you know, like do things with kids and, and, you know, he did documentaries on it and or mockumentaries more than anything. And like, that was, that was part of his shtick was that these people are pedophiles. And, and then he turns out to have kitty porn on his shit. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And it's like, well, that's a surprise. I no longer listen to Alex Jones, just so we're clear. <laughs> we, we've all... We've all um, followed people in the past who turned out to be not so good. I used to watch Thunderfoot videos after all. And I used to, oh, be, a complete ar- and I, I used to be a complete armature. <laughs> <laughs> I used to listen to Rush Limbaugh. Honestly, oh, wow. as long as we're right confessing, now. as long as we're doing like <laughs> taxi cab confessions. <laughs> well, see, I, 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 I went a step further than most. I was a six-day younger creationist. I was anti-choice, anti-queer. Um, you know, I listened to Alex Jones. I was a 9-11 truther. I was a right-wing libertarian. And I all around, just, you know, a horrible, horrible person. But the interesting thing is, like, you know, in my defense, first of all, I had just gotten back from Iraq. So I was messed up from that. But I, oh gosh, words, words, words. But I thought that I was doing a good thing in the world. And that was, that was something that was really troubling to me, looking back on it. Because that, yeah. that's what some of these people think they do, they're doing. They think that they're doing good things in the world, and they won't listen when you try to tell them how harmful they're being. And the only reason I got out of it was because Alex Jones was saying skeevy things about the Virginia Tech shooting when that happened. And I was like, yeah, no, maybe not. Maybe we don't need guns on campuses, you know. Yeah. But that was that was that was how that went down with me. So, but yeah, it was my, a growing and gradual thing. Oh yeah, honestly, mine was nowhere near as as dramatic as well. Not, dramatic isn't quite the word I'd use, but my as intense as that. It, I just noticed I just noticed a pattern of behavior starting when David Smalley was yelling at, at Andrew Torres for being right on the about the law that culmin, that culminated in David Smalley calling Christy Winters is um sending an email to the Mythcon organizers terroristic. So <laughs> Yeah, the I'm thing st- that the, the thing that turned me off to David Smalley was um that whole uh episode that he did with um Callie and was it Dan Arrell who was on yep. that episode? 
Yep. And he was just point blank refusing to listen to her actual lived experience as a trans woman. Oh, and she dude. was she was practically begging him to just shut up and listen for a moment. Yeah. Did you? I'm not going to say what the actual thing was because it's actually kind of traumatic. But did you mm. hear when uh, Callie brought up something very personal that should have clinched the deal right then? And David Smalley was, but what about their free speech? Oh. Yeah. Hate speech doesn't count as free speech. Oh, no, this, yeah. oh, no I mean, yeah. And, and th this whole fetishization of free speech and everything being open to debate is, it it's the way that um, these far-right extremists who want to hurt people, it's the way they propagate their ideas. They're not they know they're not going to convince the person they're debating, but it's not about that. It's about getting their idea heard and disseminated to a wider audience. It's the reason why, I mean, Richard Dawkins is, he's not a great guy. Let's, let's face it. He's a, he's a bit of a shit to be honest yeah. with you. <laughs> um, but you know, he wrote some good science books back in the day and he had a really good policy towards creationists. He won't debate them because evolution is settled science and you're just giving a platform to these people if you if you you know entertain them as an equal with whose opinion is worthy of consideration so I mean, he's like i'm not going to debate those people and the first oh sorry i was, I was just going to say i mean I, I wish i wish more people would do that towards these far-right people like you know no we're not going to entertain the idea of genocide in a debate well, Bethany, then I'm afraid you're going to want to miss our our next episode because on, on the next show of Humans Holler at Debating Dogma, oh, <laughs> did dinosaurs wait, cause Atlantis to sink? Wait, Was you've, it? Not, you've not invited David Smalley on, have you? Oh, fuck. If that ever happens, shoot me. Something has gone horribly wrong. <laughs> I don't have a gun because I live in the UK. We're not oh. allowed guns because we, we, we poor British saps don't have freedom. Well, then, have, well, then send money to Steve and have him buy a drone. <laughs> well, what you know, and I'm, I'm going to ship it. Or um, depends on how long the drone's range is. Depends to send me some money because I don't have the money. <laughs> yeah, I'll just get it. I'll you can you can owe me. I'll just get it. Um, you know, it's like the thing about what we've just been talking about about how you know the danger of debating people like this and platforming people like this. I was just thinking, like. That makes it doubly frustrating to see people in atheist and skeptical circles um, either like full out embracing these people or at least just arguing for their right to have a platform and their right to have a say, because that is literally their game plan. And all the times when you've seen like, you know, chat transcripts or little bits of like evidence that people have gathered about how, how these people talk to each other behind closed doors when they don't think anyone else is listening or is going to see what they said. That is all they care about is find is just getting on stage, getting on the show, getting a microphone, getting any just tiny little foot through the door so that they can mainstream themselves and normalize themselves. And they've been doing it for decades. It's not a secret that, that yeah. one of their most common tactics is to, is to, to sneak into the mainstream when nobody's looking or to sneak in under false pretenses so they can spread their white supremacy, fascism, whatever it is. And yet there are still these clueless, useless people 
in our very own circles who call themselves skeptics who will be like, yeah, let's hear what he has to say. If his ideas are that bad, then they'll just refute themselves because, and it's like, this is literally what they want. This is what they say they want, and you're giving it to them. It's okay. almost like and the, the people... uh... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh. It's go almost ahead, like Chrissy. the people who uh, are being affected by the Nazis aren't the ones saying that. It's like the ones who uh, are not on the list of people they're trying to intimidate and eliminate. And it's interesting yeah. also that yeah. the only time all this free speech stuff comes up is when white supremacists are saying it when it's Black Lives Matter or somebody like that. Oh, that they're interrupting traffic. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it's been about 40 minutes and and I I have promised the public Marissa doing 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 impressions. And <laughs> yes. so far we have not done much of that. <laughs> That's true. We were supposed to have a more lighthearted one Golden Girls a bit serious. Y'all got my Alex Jones. That's, that's a good one. <laughs> I can do that like once. Uh, my th my throat can't do those low sounds anymore. No. But, yeah, um, we're, we're, we're not make... gonna we're not we're not gonna ask you to do that again. You make a living with your voice. We're not gonna ask you to jeopardize that. You know, of like, course, yeah. we're not gonna jeopardize the the podcast. But if you did want to do some of the Golden Girls, but... oh please. Well, I was just thinking about the fact that the other day I had my legs through the sunroof of a Jeep Ch Grand Cherokee, and I was thinking back to the time that I was the second alternate to play in Gone with the Wind. And when I thought about that and my terrible, terrible city just falling, burning to the ground, I just thought maybe the South had a point. <laughs> oh, gosh. No need to identify that, everybody. People in the chat are calling out Blanche, so. <laughs> Golden Girls is one of these things I've never really experienced. I don't know if it was ever on TV over here. I have an impression that I want to do, but i got to find a monologue first, so. Uh -oh. While I'm doing that, Marissa, if you have more impersonations you want to do. Uh, more, uh, yeah, I have plenty of them. <laughs> stack them up, baby, just stack them up. Uh, what, I, what about my impression of Stuffy? That's good. That's a <laughs> that's goddamn good, stuff. good Stuffy. That's You're thinking of Matt Dillahunty. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a really good Stuffy. Thank you. You're I know welcome. The, I know the one. I know the one I have to do because it's an atheist show. Oh, I, I, I know the one I have to do. Recording live from Humans Holler at News Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. <laughs> I love you, Marissa! <laughs> well, I was just thinking about the fact that I can't do Cecil's voice, but I can do one of his voices. <laughs> well, y'all. That's another thing. I can't do Eli's voice, but I can do all of Eli's impressions. Yeah. Oh, marvelous. And have you ever noticed that his Ben Carson voice is basically Blanche? Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, you're totally right. Uh, I was oh. just taking a nap over here, and I was just falling asleep over here. Blah, blah. Oh, my. Oh, my God. You're, you're exactly right. I have, totally. heard Eli's, I have heard Eli's Ben Carson impression. That's phenomenal. <laughs> Since we're doing impressions, I got to go, like, Autistic to the 9,000 and, and do uh -huh. a, an impression of Leonard Nimoy's Galvatron because oh, reasons. Excellent. I will rip open Ultra Magnus and every other Autobot until the Matrix has been destroyed. 
to Cybertron. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Coronation Starscream, this is bad comedy. Megatron, <laughs> is that you? Here's a hint. Blam. <laughs> it's so close, you're going to get me content ID'd. <laughs> okay, I can't remember in, in, anything from in, 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 anything from the games, but here's a, a little bit. If I have to choose between a greater evil or a lesser evil, I'm not going to choose. Oh, is that, that Solid called? Snake? Oh, Solid Snake. I'm trying to do Geralt of Rivia, but it's not oh. going so well. Oh, Geralt. Oh, that's a character yeah. I'm not familiar with. I'm sorry. Doing gruff voices like that, I can, of course, do um, an impression of Shadow the Hedgehog. Where's that damn fourth Chaos Emerald? <laughs> <laughs> Someone in the chat said, can anyone do Ric Flair? I don't know if anyone here can do Ric Flair other than Woo. <laughs> you can all do a Woo. I, I do a pretty good, I do a pretty good Dusty Rhodes, though, baby. <laughs> if you will. Good stuff. <laughs> Oh, I've never well, tried Ric Flair, but I could. Well, get okay. super drunk. <laughs> spend all your money. Okay, here's one from the books. You ask what I believe in? In that case, I believe in the sword. As you can see, I carry two. Every Witcher does, it said, spitefully. The silver one for monsters and the iron for humans. But that's wrong. As there are monsters which can be struck down only with a silver blade, so there are those for whom iron is lethal. Awesome. Beautiful. Where, where I was uh, going with that was I said I've never done Ric Flair, but if we're doing old school wrestling, there Let's is one I can do. Hit it. I, I need a random topic. Just anything. <laughs> okay. Ducks. Uh, you... Ducks. <laughs> Ducks. <laughs> do not look at me with your mallard face, Hulk Hogan. I will take you to the Golden Pond and I will win the WWF Championship and the King of Golden Pond, Hulk Hogan. Is that the warrior? Of course it's the warrior. That's oh, the warrior. Nice. <laughs> that is indeed the ultimate warrior. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> okay, so I, I got a, I got an appointment I've got to get to. I want to do one last impression. Okay. I, I got to, I got to, I want to get this line out because, you know, first Prime, then Ultra Magnus, and now you. It's a pity you Autobots die so easily, or I might have a sense of satisfaction now. <laughs> so anyways, I gotta go, y'all. Love y'all. Thank you for having me on. I hope y'all have a good time. Bye, comrade. Bye. Bye. You've got the touch. You've got the power. Damn it, I turned my <laughs> mic off for that. <laughs> <sighs> oh, shit. I Picture can do... this. Mythicist Milwaukee, 2017. Uh-oh. <laughs> Sophie, too. Mother, there's no way anybody would be showing up at that. I was hoping Dorothy would be the third one. Dorothy's my favorite golden girl. I, I don't quite have the rasp down, but I have her speaking pattern. <laughs> totally. Yeah, totally. I always, I always thought it was a missed opportunity. They never did a Spider-Man movie and had B. Arthur play aunt may because she would have been the perfect smart ass aunt may to be just peter what are you doing you know <laughs> i would kill to learn how to do it um avery uh, oh fuck i can't even remember his name avery jones avery uh captain sisk avery brooks, a avery brooks. brooks. 
<laughs> I would kill to be able to do oh. a, 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 um, his voice. I can I can do a passable Avery Brooks, but I can't remember any specific lines. <laughs> I can't remember the whole I can't remember the whole monologue, but I loved it. The one on the episode when he was trying to bring the Klingons into the Klingons. The Romulan, uh, Romulans. The Romulans in the Pale Moon Yeah. That's yep. a fantastic episode. All I can remember really are the last few lines, and I can live with it. I yeah. can live with it. <laughs> I can do his breakdown at the end of uh, Far Beyond the Stars, but I don't oh. want to do that because that's such a powerful scene, and I don't yeah. want to like be disrespectful to it. But because mm-hmm. it's like it's such a great performance, but it's also like so over the top that that's like you know I don't want to I don't want to piss all over that because that's a really really like you know you're meant to see that as like a really emotionally powerful scene. Yeah. Um, but when he goes big, when he goes just so big, he's he's a lot of fun to yeah he's to at least he, try to impersonate. He Honestly, with such a presence, oh, he's amazing. If audio could be a meme, he, uh, my my reaction to the, to, the, to the whole Mythos Milwaukee thing as it was happening was you betrayed your uniform, you, you betrayed your uniform. <laughs> my favorite though is when there's one of my favorite my, well, very underrated first season deep space nine episode called, called dramatis personae where the crew gets possessed by like ghosts basically like this the the essences of these other people and they're acting out this drama is this, of is this to do with a bajoran orb i don't think it had to do with an orb it might have no okay. i don't think it did but anyway but but cisco like when he's possessed by whatever being possesses him like he starts building this clock on his desk oh, yeah. and he becomes obsessed with this clock and O'Brien comes in and the other there's other officers that are plotting against him and O'Brien comes into his office while he's working on the clock and he's like uh commander Cisco sir we're gonna have to evacuate the station and Cisco just stands bolt upright behind his desk and goes never <laughs> <laughs> he he can he can ham it up with the best of them when he wants he's, to it, his yeah. He's such a fantastic acting range because he can be very subtle, but yeah. he could also ham it up to Shatnerian proportions, oh. and it's delightful. He out Shatner Shatner without breaking a sweat. Yes. <laughs> I can do a good impression of Senator Vreenak from In the Pale Moonlight. Oh, please, please. It's a fake! <laughs> oh! That's so close. It's a cake! <laughs> I did a Photoshop of that of that shot when he's holding up the the isolinear data rod, and yes. I made it. I, I I took out the data rod and put in a, a Pez dispenser with Commander Riker's head, oh. and and it says it's a freaks. I want to do <laughs> Photoshop something similar, but instead of the um the isolinear rod, it was going to be a snake, and just going to say it's a snake. It's a snake. <laughs> oh boy. Colonel, I'm trying to sneak through the enemy base, but the sound of my ass clapping keeps alerting the guards. <laughs> <laughs> I that's, had to, that's solid snake. <laughs> I had to bring it up. I had to. The sound of my ass clapping keeps alerting the guards. Solid <sighs> snake does have a very impressive butt. It's yep, a dummy thick butt, you might even say. Yes, how thick that butt. But but if we're talking impressive man bits. Well, I would say how impressive Ryden's is, but we never get to see him. But we. Who's that? Metal Gear Solid Two. Oh right. See, I'm the... I'm gonna I'm gonna let you in on a, on on a, on a state secret. I've never actually played the Metal Gear Solid games. <laughs> Most of what I know about them, I know through cultural osmosis. 
I, I was wondering how, honestly, I used to be a huge fan and still am of the old shit, but the watched... survive is... I once watched a friend playing um, Metal Gear Solid 4, although it didn't feel like I was so much watching him. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Play it as I was watching him watch it. Because it felt more like an interactive movie than a game. You're not wrong. <laughs> I was like, "What's the ratio of cutscene to actual gameplay in this?" And he's like, well, "It's about 50, It's about sixty forty. And 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 your roommate is not wrong either. Oh, he was yeah. not my roommate. <laughs> this guy was oh. never my roommate. <laughs> Thank God. You know, we uh, we got a question in the chat that asks, "Is Solid Snake's as as good as Captain America's ass?" Because I can't as, answer that. I have no because idea. Because as we know, like. that is America's ass. That is America's ass. <laughs> uh, let me do some quick Googling and I will get back to them on <laughs> Larry, that. Larry, do a comparative study. <laughs> I, mean, I already have snakes. Oh, I, I already like have that. snakes lovingly detailed ass burned into my retinas, so I don't need to look him up. <laughs> I have about, every contour committed to memory. We're talking about butts so much. I feel like we need Laura Dale on this stream. <laughs> okay, I am looking at Captain America's ass right now on the Google Images. Uh, I would say Snakes is better, but only slightly. It's more evenly rounded than Captain America's ass. Okay. Well, to be fair, he's wearing that skin-tight cat suit. Yep, whereas Captain America kind of has like a Hank Hill ass going on. <laughs> oh Larry, if I wasn't gay already, I would be now. <laughs> <laughs> gay. So, so, Chris Evans, you heard it from Larry right here. You need to step up your game, man. You're wow. falling behind in the ass in, in, in the uh, the ass rankings. I mean, he's not gone full Hank Hill with a urethra so narrow you could you, you could like use, use it to snap pencils, <laughs> but he's when when we're comparing it to Solid Snake's dummy thick ass clapping ass, yeah, he's kind of Hank Hillish. <laughs> Bobby. Well, Steve and I have been in the presence of Chris Chloe, and yeah, uh, you might as well stop the comparisons. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have a Hank Hill ass? Does he no. <laughs> he is above any comparisons. He is because, an athlete. Yeah. Um, I'll put it this way. I'm queer as a $3 bill, but the first time I met Chris Cluey, I'm like, hi. Do you know who you are? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. oh Beth Bethany. He's not a bad looking dude. I'm just saying. In the chat, the, the, the ferret lord wants to hear you say Matt Dillahunty as stuffy again. <laughs> you want me to say Matt Dillahunty? Okay, Matt Dillahunty. Well, I can say Matt Dillahunty too. Oh, marvelous. I just love that I'll have all these options when I finally get too lazy to do the voices myself. <laughs> you know, you know, Steve, I have had like a half-hearted notion because I have a bunch of stuffed animals as well. I've like had a half-hearted notion of doing something similar, but I don't want to rip you off. Oh, I'm 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 sure I didn't invent it. Probably not, but you, I mean, you've done you've done a very fine job of it. Hey, Jason ripped off the Muppets with Opinionville all those years. Oh, oh that's where Opinionville <laughs> comes from. I, it's not. I mean, 
<laughs> I say that in jest. He didn't rip off the Muppets, but but he kind of did. He totally. Jason, you know it's the truth. You ripped off the Muppets. And <laughs> I, know, I know Stuffy's talked about opinion, Phil, yeah, <laughs> on yeah. the show. Um, hey, Steve, do you have? That's true. John Brockman in the chat says Mr. Rogers actually invented the Puppet Act. I mean, I think I think Jim Henson was doing it a little bit before. He just wasn't nationally known. But yeah, Mr. Rogers was doing puppet shit too. I think actually Stephen Stuffy is more influenced by Mr. Rogers than by Muppets. But you know. Okay, Steve, do you have that um lightning round thing like like ready and waiting? Because I think I have a good way to cap off the show. Oh boy, I, think- I, I don't have it ready to play, but I can just do I can do a live read because I'm just that good. <laughs> All right. So Adam Rainstopper asks, and I'll ask you after you after you do your thing. Okay. The lightning round. Rapid from fire Ad- questions, glib and adequate answers. So from Adam Rainstopper, can you do the lightning round? The lightning round. There. <laughs> okay, uh listener I just question. Did it. <laughs> Twice. Right, okay, um listener question yeah. from Larry Yelling Man. Uh <laughs> Is anyone else in the in the, in the Stephen Stuffy cast secretly Antifa? Uh, they're all Antifa in spirit. I think the only ones that are like dedicatedly so are Toby Benson and Jack. What about Squirrel? Uh, I don't know if Squirrel would go like I don't know if she would hit the streets. Like I mean, I, I kind of along for the ride with Toby Benson and Jack McPherson. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm, we're, like we're trying to to differentiate squirrel a little bit, like to not have her just be another, like, you know, have a similar personality to Toby Benson and Jack. I, um, I do love her world weary voice. Oh, she's great. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> she's so much fun to write. Well, cause she's like, her deal is she's the one who is more, who is more competent. Yes. Like Toby Benson and Jack have enthusiasm, but they're not necessarily the most competent people. But squirrel is the one who's like, okay, I know how to do this. Just let me do it. <laughs> Okay, I be carrying that company. Yes, I want to say this in my attempt at a at a stuffy voice. Milkshakes for shit takes. Yeah, there you go. Milkshakes for shit takes is Jack McPherson's line. <laughs> you back off, you bastard! <laughs> Stop taking my dialogue. Well, now that I've safely filled my pants for the next week, I think I'll yeah. be hitting off. You fucker. <laughs> you know and um, when when i was first like getting into the Stephen stuffy videos like um late last year when a friend of mine amy shared it um she shared the one where um joff got beaten up oh yeah <laughs> that was the first one i watched and i was like oh my god i've got to watch the rest of these oh, yeah. <laughs> and um when it, so when i was first getting into it I, I didn't realize that it was you and your wife who did all the voices yeah because I I looked because I looked at the credits at the end of one episode. I was like, oh my god, Steve is a talent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing all of them. If you if you go back far enough, the very very earliest mm-hmm. appearances of Millicent, I do Millicent's yeah. voice, but then Ashley takes it over and does a much much better job than I did. <laughs> oh, Millicent, Millicent is wonderful. I love her. <laughs> yeah. Millicent, like when we got the stuffed animal for Millicent um we got we we bought her at like a Toys R Us and we were on our way back and Ashley was just like playing with the animal in the car doing voices uh-huh. and had her personality basically completely formed by the time we got home like oh, it was just one brilliant. of those things that just just dropped into our lap it was like okay that's that's totally who she is you know and 
and I have actually started saying unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> Do we have any more questions, Larry? Lawrence. He appears to be muted. Larry. Larry I wonder if he's gone to the bathroom. Maybe. <laughs> well, but 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 his his avatar isn't doing anything. Wouldn't the avatar be going to the bathroom too? <laughs> Unless uh, only if he took his webcam with him. <laughs> <laughs> so it wouldn't be it wouldn't be like in the with what was it in the Simpsons when Homer had the motion capture suit and like he oh, went no. to the men's room oh, no. and the video game character was like standing up against the wall. Oh jeez. It is a long time since I've watched a new episode of The Simpsons, so I don't think yeah. I've actually seen that one. Like I think I was last watching The Simpsons in like the early last decade <laughs> well i mean like i still watch it but to be honest you're not missing a whole hell of a lot like i'm not like i don't want to be like one of those people that's like it was funny when i was a kid but it sucks now <laughs> but like it's definitely not nearly as good i did see as it, it wasn't back in the day I, I saw a somewhat recent episode fairly recently and i mean the animation looks a bit better than it did back then but it seemed it seemed like it was okay still yeah, it's not like awful or anything. It's just, you know, it used to be for people who, for people my age who remember it, <laughs> uh, it used to be like almost every week was like a classic. Mm. And, 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 and it's not, it hasn't been, it hasn't been good with that level of consistency for a long time. Yeah. Early to mid nineties is when yeah. it was really, really good. Yeah. Um, where it was just like, oh shit, that was another great one. You know, I mean, they got to yeah. this point in like, I think it was the late nineties or around about 2000 or something where every single episode had a celebrity guest star in it who was playing yeah. himself. And I was just like, that's kind of breaking me out of the immersion here. <laughs> yeah. Why are all these famous people hanging out with the Simpsons? <laughs> I, I liked it when they um, when they would have a celebrity on, but they would just play like a random character. Like when Patrick Stewart was in it, he was yeah. the chapter leader of the Stonecutters, and he was great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, he was fantastic. He wasn't just Patrick Stewart visiting Springfield for some reason. For some reason. Well, like, did you ever did you ever see uh, Extras, the Ricky Gervais series? Yes. Yeah, and I think oh, it's the Patrick Stewart episode. <laughs> oh yeah, Patrick Stewart's in that. And no, yeah, it's Extras. It's the. Um... Is it the special or is it the second sequel where, where Chris Martin from Coldplay guest stars and like he's guest starring on Andy's, you know, sitcom that he's doing. Uh. And, and Andy is like, why would Chris Martin? It's the, it's it's the sitcom is set uh, like at a factory and mm -hmm. they want to have Chris Martin come in and just guest star and do like <laughs> as himself and just do like a song. And Andy's like, why would Chris Martin just be at a factory? <laughs> and they're like, don't worry about it. Nobody cares. But he's like, why would he just be here? Uh, it reminds me of the. Did, did you ever watch the old Super Mario cartoon that was yeah. kind of bookended by the live action bits? Yeah, yeah, with Captain Lou as, and like, as Mario. Yeah, and yeah. like I think Lawrence Fishburne just shows up at the door in one episode for some reason. <laughs> okay, Hi, well, Mario. Sorry, I was gone. Uh, I kind of uh, my bladder was about to explode. Uh, what I missed... people thought you were dead, Larry. <laughs> if people I in the chat Larry. said you were dead. Well, if I had sat in this chair for for a bit longer, I might have been. <laughs> Larry lives. Well, um, we've been going for a little over an hour. Do you want to show? Shall we start to move toward wrapping it up? Are there any more questions? Any more questions from the chat? Um, let me see. Oh, uh, trans rights and death to capital. Death to capital. 
<laughs> Death Stephen to capital. capital. That's for Jamie. I agree. Capital <laughs> Records is bullshit. That's for Jamie J in the chat. That's for J. Damn the man. Save the empire. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Uh, I don't see any any more questions. Uh, Trans gamer girl says, "Love, love, love, Millicent. Praise Husko." Yes, yes, yes. I, I will. As I said to Steve the other day, I will. I will consider worshiping Husko if it gets me some of that Husky Universal yeah. basic income. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure if you've already done this or not, Steve, but uh -huh. John Brockman wants you to do your. You have failed this city in your lightning round voice. <laughs> in my lightning round voice. Okay. You have failed this city. <laughs> there, are you happy, uh, John? I um, danced on your string. I danced on a string for you, John. You happy? You think because you're, you, you're a patron, you think you own me? You think you can just do whatever? I'll do whatever you tell me to. Is that what you think? Okay, I have a question for the chat. Objectively subjective. What are you talking about? What have they said? Okay, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna read the question that I that I that I saw just now. It was so weird because they didn't mute at all. So like, you got the farts, the plops, the flush, everything. A very weird experience for all, for all others in the stream, and they didn't wash their hands. Oh, that was uh, yeah about a a stream that they watched where someone took their phone into the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and took a dump while still interacting in the stream was pretty awkward. Yeah, I can imagine. Okay, the audio snob wow. in me is 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 exploding just at the at idea of that. Yeah, just don't do that. Just leave your phone. I mean, if you're like, just leave your phone wherever you're at and just go to the bathroom. If you don't want to, if you don't want to dip out of the out of the stream, I mean, just. And if anyone is curious, yes, I did in fact wash my hands. And then if... Good. Thank God. Good. <laughs> All right. Oh. Oh. Okay. Um. This, there's no way this will be awkward for anybody involved. <laughs> uh -uh. Okay, last two questions. Okay. Um, first one. Is Aaron Ra an Islamophobe? I, I, I'm going to say I no. Nothing I have seen from Aaron Ra makes me think he, 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 is, he is against, against people who is the Islamic people. I think that's how I should put that. I have never seen him say anything that I would interpret as explicitly Islamophobic. Mm, same. Yeah. I know Lalandra. I don't really know Aaron. Yeah. I, I would mean, definitely, I, I certainly, I would say Lalandra almost definitely isn't. At least no, I've never no seen way. her. There's I've no fucking way Lalandra yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Lalandra's lovely. Yeah. I've, met yeah. Them, I've met them both in person um, a few years back. And honestly, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna unequivocally say no because, like, I feel like unintentionally I might be conflating criticism of Islam with criticism of, of Islamic people sometimes, mm. even though I know it's not the case. But there's that weird re like mental reflex almost. One of the yeah. problems one of the problems is it's it's often used as a cover for being, um, you know, racist towards Islamic people. Is, oh, true. Yeah. Use, oh, well, I'm not criticizing the people. I'm criticizing the religion, but they really are. So it can be, it, it can it can put people in an awkward position when you want to have a genuine criticism of the religion, but because you, you worry that you're going to fall into that trap or end up, you know, looking like, um, you know, somebody who would like to stop all Muslims from entering the United States. Yeah. 
Okay, and the next yeah. que- and the next question is if, going off of the last stream is swallowing caring is I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so re- honestly, if someone's down there, I really don't care. I re- I'm just grateful that the, for, for the attention. I I believe in individual liberty. <laughs> and it's whatever it's whatever people feel most comfortable doing well said i agree okay. with that okay and since there was one more that came in after i said that and this really and this and this really is the last question okay, so last stop question. asking questions <laughs> opinions on bds which i assume is boycott divest sanction right oh yeah for israel right i think so yeah 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 i believe uh, yeah i i'm i have no problem with it i need a bit more context i've not heard of this I've barely heard of it, Steve. You sound like you're knowledgeable on it. Or, it, or I'm, so, I've at least heard of it. Like, it, it basically the idea is to 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 exert economic pressure on the government of Israel to uh, it, to pressure them to be more equitable toward the Palestinian people. Ah, okay. Um, yeah, and well, to basically to not do business with Israel, you know, until there is a fair, humane solution for the palestinians okay that that seems reasonable to me i think i would generally be on board yeah. with that that sounds reasonable to me so far too yeah well and it's it's controversial because there are people the people who are more on the pro-israel side try to equate it with uh try to say that it would be necessarily anti-semitic which i don't think is fair because you're not mm-hmm. saying you're against the israeli people or you're against jewish people you're saying you're against the specific organization the government of israel for a specific reason because of the way it has treated the palestinians you're not saying you know you're not israel has no right to exist and wipe it off the map or anything like that you're just saying you know if if they're going to be inhumane to this part of their population uh then we're not going to do business with them yeah i mean that, that that's bad shit no matter who's doing it yeah okay i know what i said but this is kind of funny god damn it larry so I'm, so, and this one's purely optional. Okay. And it's also because it's not really a question. Also because it's not. Uh, Adam Ra- Adam Rainstopper says very loudly in the chat, opinions on BDSM. And 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 then they have a fist emoji. I uh, I I am for I'm for individual liberty. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, provided enthusiastic consent is uh, is at play. I mean, same. I know damn near nothing about BDSM other than it's a, it's it's a kind of sex I'm not having. So, <laughs> I, I'll I'll go ask my demeanor and I'll get back to you on what our opinion is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I have never I have never taken part, nor have I ever been particularly interested. But yeah, individual as long as people are consenting and that's and they're not harming anybody, I say people should be allowed to do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And- and on that note, we're going to fuck off. So, <laughs> yes. Y'all have a good night. Bye, yep. everybody. Bye, Thanks everybody. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.